This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. Are you sick and tired of biased hockey talk? Then you have come to the right place. The Drop focuses on the St. Louis Blues, but we also delve into other news from around the NHL. So tell the ref you don't mind the game misconduct penalty. You were headed to the locker room anyway to listen to The Drop. Here's your host, Lance Descott. How is everybody doing today? I would imagine that uh, most everybody is doing pretty well after the Blues game last night. I would say the whole team looked like a team. They looked like a team that wanted to win. They looked like a team that had a purpose. They looked like a team that had a game plan. They didn't look like they had for the most part of this first uh, little bit of the season. Yeah, we've had some good spurts against Chicago. A couple goals here and there where they look good, look dominant for maybe five minutes, eight minutes, ten minutes. And then we've had uh, other games like Calgary where they just outplayed the Flames. Too many mistakes for the Flames that game. Flames almost did come back in the third period. They made it a game. The Blues allowed him to score a couple goals and get close at 5-3, to three, but at least they got the win out of it. This game against Toronto would be a little bit different for the Blues because they were facing the number one offense basically in the NHL. Most goals scored per game, right around four, I believe. And uh, the best power play, even better than the Blues power play. So we were hoping for a good game. It was a good game. The first period came out. I thought both teams played strong defensively. Wasn't a ton of shots, especially especially for the Maple Leafs. The Blues cut down on their shots big time in the first period. It was a very defensive first period. Both teams made some mistakes in their own end. The goalies bailed them out. But there wasn't a ton of opportunities for either team. We would have to wait until the second period before we would see a goal. And that goal would come from the Blues and they would take a one to nothing lead, which is just what the doctor ordered. Now Perron. Here's Bortuzzo again, a drive, and he scores! He let it go, it may have been tipped by Maroon, and the Blues have taken a 1-0 lead. Again, good shot there by Bortuzzo, gets that on the net, and with some net front presence, the St. Louis Blues take an early, take a 1-0 lead here early in the second period. You've got two men in the front, you've got Shen, and then you've got Maroon. Well, I believe it's all Shen the whole way right there, unless it goes off the defenseman's stick, but it does not hit. Patty Maroon, that's definitely Braden Shen's goal right there. A very big goal for Robert Ortuzzo and the Blues to play solidly defensively in the first period, hold their own against a little bit of a storm from the Maple Leafs off and on through that period, get into the second period. Huge, huge goal. That would be Bortuzzo's first goal of the season. Perron gets his second assist, four minutes, 45 seconds in. The Blues are up one to nothing, and they didn't stop. I thought they outplayed the Maple Leafs by far in the second period. They outplayed them in the first period, but not quite as by far. Second period, they dominated. And just about eight and a half minutes later, Zach Sanford, the guy that you got to feel for him, been injured for a while now, gets called up from the rampage and gets his first goal this year to make it two to nothing. Now Perron in front. And Sanford scores into the top corner, and the Blues have taken a 2-0 lead. What a shot from Sanford. A really good wrist shot. Had a good angle of that. There was hardly any room underneath the bar and in on the glove side. And in one quick motion, he grabs that puck on his stick, curls it, and just rips it high. So an offensive zone faceoff results in this play. Anderson plays it around the board. A good keep-in by Petrangelo on the right boards results in the pass. 
by Perron, right on the tape to Zach Sanford, and boy, that's a long time coming. So nice to see a young guy like Zach Sanford get an opportunity to play, gets a big goal, puts the Blues up two to nothing. Blues are flying high. They looked really good in the second period. Probably could have been three to four to nothing at this time, but Anderson made a couple good saves. Uh, Zach Sanford gets his first goal. As I said, Perron with a great pass, his third assist. Petrangelo, great job keeping the puck in. Gets his first assist of the year. 13 minutes, five seconds in. The Blues are up two to nothing. They did not let off the gas in the second period. If you were able to watch the game, the most energy I've seen from them in a long time, including last year. And the guy we've been hoping would get his first goal as a Blue, Ryan O'Reilly gets his first goal as a St. Louis Blue to put the Blues up three to nothing. Riley smothered by Maroon. Blues get it free. Riley in front. He scores! O'Reilly! On a bang-bang play, and O'Reilly makes it three nothing as the Leafs got back to full strength. <laughs> Great shift there in the offensive zone, and Ryan O'Reilly banks home his first as a Blue right there. Great pass by Tarasenko in the corner, but Tarasenko made the play happen by darting to the puck on the far right boards, keeping it alive. And otherwise, that puck is out of the zone. O'Reilly can thank uh, not just Tarasenko for that beautiful pass, but Pat Maroon. You can't say enough about the St. Louis and coming back to St. Louis to play for a lot less than he could have played for New Jersey or Edmonton. They both wanted him and offered him about twice as much money per year. But he came to the Blues, took less money. The Blues promised him, we'll work something out for you. Just a great guy to have. That would be O'Reilly's first goal of the year. Tarasenko with that great pass gets his fourth assist. Maroon gets his fourth assist. 16 minutes, 37 seconds in. The Blues are up three to nothing. At this point, guys, after two periods, the Blues have outshot Toronto 13 to eight. That's right. Jake Allen's only seen eight shots through the first two periods. He's had to make a couple very good saves, but he's only had to make eight saves. Nice job defensively. Going into the third period, you know Toronto's going to push it. Dave Babcock's teams do not give up, and he probably yelled at them a lot in between that second and third period. He realizes the Blues are playing well, but he wanted his team to match the intensity, and up to that point, they just weren't. I thought Toronto came out flying in the third period, and Toronto would get back in the game on a goal by Morgan Riley just four minutes and 22 seconds in to the third. Back to the blue line. Jake Gardner waits, passes off. Marner passes. In comes Morgan Riley. He shoots. He scores! Morgan Riley needed that, and so did the Maple Leafs. It's a 3-1 game. And he showed great patience there. there. There was no route to get it to the net. And all of a sudden, that patience... Maroon goes down on one knee, and instead of blowing it into the block shot, it's a good adjustment here. He's got his head up the whole way, and another wrister that gets through traffic and finds its way underneath the elbow of Allen. The puck just barely got through Allen. It went right between his arm and the side of his torso. Just kind of trickled in, and it puts the Leafs on the board. That would be Morgan Riley's fourth goal of the year. Marner's eighth assist. Gardner, six assist, four minutes, 22 seconds in. The Blues are up three to one. I thought after this point, the Blues continued to play well, didn't lose their heads, continued to play their defensive game that they needed to. Did Toronto have some opportunities? Yes, they had some great opportunities, including this one with not much time left. 
that almost made this a one-goal game, but Jake came up big. Riley not out, kept in by Gardner. Here's Brown, a pass to Levo. Right pass, saved by Jake Allen on Marlowe on the doorstep. What a save there. Huge save on Marlowe by Jake Allen. Jake stepped up big in the game last night. Can't say enough about his efforts. Didn't face a lot of shots in the first two periods, but you know what? He made the saves he was supposed to, and he made a couple that were pretty hard to do, and he made some very good saves and stood on his head in the third period late when Toronto was really trying to put some pressure on to get this game back to them to where they were within one goal, but it was not meant to be. In fact, the Blues would add an empty net goal, and that goal would be from Ivan Barbashev with just a couple minutes left. He gets his first goal. Uh, Riley gets his sixth assist, and like I said, 18 minutes, 17 seconds in. Blues shorthanded goal. What a big, big game for the Blues. Can't say enough about the way they played. Let's go ahead and get into the stats of the game. Shots on goal, 25 for the Blues, 23 for the Maple Leafs. So the Maple Leafs had some pretty good shots on goal in that third period. They had a total of 15 to the Blues, 12. Face-offs, the Blues won that battle again. Nice to see from O'Reilly, Bozak, and the other guys, 53% to 47%. Both power plays, the top two in the league, really. Both of them were 0 for 4, so not much happening on the power play. Penalty minutes, both teams at 8. The Blues were much more physical, I think. 33 hits to Toronto's 22. Blocks, the Blues had 23. The Maple Leafs had 14. And the Maple Leafs actually gave the puck up 21 times to the Blues 9. That's a lot of giveaways when you're in this type of game when the other team is playing so hard like the Blues did with a lot of energy. Let's go ahead and get to the post-game interviews where we're going to hear from the youngster Zach Sanford on his first goal this year. We're going to also hear from Ryan O'Reilly and Jake Allen on his big game. And, of course, Coach Mike. I guess he's somewhat relieved that they got this type of game, but I know he's not going to celebrate too long because they got a tough one coming up in a couple days against the Winnipeg Jets. You know, just trying to get in hard on the forecheck and uh, play with some speed for those guys and, um, you know, kind of kind of play off them and bring what I can to their line. And, um, you know, I thought we played well and we were moving it well down low and, uh, you know, it worked out. Were you excited to get that promotion when you saw that, you know, whatever it was a couple days ago? Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, Ori and Perron are pretty two, two pretty good players, and uh, you know, not just pretty good; they're really good. <laughs> and, uh, um, you know, it's fun to play with them, and you know, even just just learning so much from them throughout the game and on the bench and after every shift. You know, talking to them, and um, you know, I think it helps every young player to get to play with some you know great old players. Who'd you, who, who made that? Put that uh, puck right on your stick. Was that Tarasenko for the assist? Uh, Perron. Perron. Yeah. Okay. You were right, right in position. I guess. Yeah, that's uh. That's kind of something I've been trying to work on, you know, finding that soft area, and especially on the when we get it on the forecheck. And, uh, you know, he found me very nicely there. After all you've been through, not only this preseason, but we, we go back to the shoulder injury last year, what, what does a night like this mean for you? You know, it's awesome. I think it's, uh, you know, it was my greatest game, but I think, you know, getting that goal is something to build off of. And, um, you know, it's pretty emotional, but, um, you know, it's, uh, it's happy and happy moments. And, you know, the guys are all happy for me. And, uh, it's also great to get the win. Yeah, absolutely. You know, this is kind of the style we wanted to play. You know, I think right off the bat, and you know, it took us a while to find it. And again, it, it is only one game. You know, we're not satisfied at all, and you know, it just gives us a taste of what we can be. And you know, we have to go back to work tomorrow and prepare. You know, we're going to play Winnipeg, and you know, in their barn, it's going to be a really tough match. And 
for us, yeah, we got to be sharp again and, and bring the same mentality to that. Feel good to get your first one out of the way with the Blues? Yeah, you know, I was hoping it'd be a lot sooner, but, uh, you know, it is good. You know, it's a beautiful play, guys. You know, Patty, Patty Maroon working hard there, and Tarasenko obviously with a beautiful pass. It's nice to get out of the way, you know, obviously it's in the back of my head and, you know, thinking about it, so it's nice to kind of move on from that and just kind of get back to playing my game. How big is limiting all their power play chances like you did tonight? Until the end, they did a pretty good job on it. Yeah, it's, you know, that's a key thing. You know, you give their best players, you know, time they get to feel the puck more it gets them engaged and you know we want to stay in the box as much as possible and I thought we did a good job you know we we were physical but you know we kept our sticks down we played smart oh yeah you know I think it was said in the room before you know let's get this one for him you know he's a guy that you know that picked this team you know he's got a lot of faith in us and you know and tonight was good to, to get that for him and, and show him why and it uh, you know it was a good really good team effort there and it's nice to do it for him right now uh, Mike Yo had talked about playing a harder game, about better checking, doing the dirty work in the corners. It really seemed like you guys took that to heart tonight. Why, why was that? Uh, yeah, I think I think we knew. Um, you know, obviously that game in Montreal, we had a chance to win and we didn't. And these little things that we didn't do. And you know, the coaching staff's been stressing on it. I think you know, I think we made a decision in the room that you know we've got to change and we have to to be better in that area. And you know, there was you know, there was no personal agendas out there, guys. Guys kept working for each other and, and you know, not thinking for themselves, but doing the right play for the team at the at the situation it was needed, and that's uh, that's good hockey. If I remember this right, you were supposed to present the Bob Player gloves. Did you do that tonight? Or yeah, I did. Yeah, uh, I did that tonight. So that's uh, you know, I gave him to Bobo. Played a great game tonight. Um, I thought he battled really hard, uh, competed well, played well defensively, moved the puck, and obviously got a big goal. For us to get on the board, so um, very deserving. What did you think of the game tonight? It seemed like a, a very tight game, a focused game, almost kind of like the Blues play when they're at their best. Blues hockey, we got to keep playing like that. Uh, it's the only way we're going to climb back in the standings and uh, keep playing like that. Uh, eventually, over time, we'll, we'll build success. And I think we did a great job. Obviously, we've uh, you know not had the record we've wanted and not been playing as consistent as we wanted as well. And, Played a really good hockey team over there, and I thought uh, the guys responded well. Um, especially after a tough loss in Montreal, we we found a way to, to find a way to win a game in a tough building. It's a good team. They, I was going to say they were desperate to come in tonight. I think I shut out the last game, but through two periods, you only gave up eight shots. Was that as suffocating as you've seen the guys play in front of you this season against what you thought would have been a desperate team? Yeah, you know our guys played great. You know I think when we. Uh, we did a great job the first two. We obviously knew they were going to th come with a push there in the third, but um, you know the first two periods was was pretty textbook uh, hockey. Everyone was bought in. It was nice to see everyone uh, came to play tonight. Uh, and I think now if, if we look around and realize if we do that every night, majority of the times we'll uh, we'll be in games and have a good chance of success. Yeah, that was uh, that looked a lot more like the St. Louis Blues tonight. Uh, I thought the guys came out and gave us a great response. And gave great response to. Uh, you know, as far as the the way last game went down and the way that we sort of talked about we need to play the game, um, we did it to a tee. You, you said you kept, uh, one of the reasons you kept Barbashev in the lineup was his penalty kill. I guess he, he made you look pretty smart with that play. Well, he's, that's what he's been doing. He's been playing well. Whether he scored the goal or not, he's been, he's been carving out a, a, a niche for himself. He's been carving out a role for himself. He's taking pride in it, and he's doing a really good job. Um, and so, obviously, that was we knew that was going to be a big factor in the game tonight, uh, how dangerous their power play is. 
Um, you know, especially in that six on four, he was outstanding. But uh, I thought all game long, he was real strong. How much of a focus was playing physically against this Maple Leafs team to, to make sure you kept them to the outside? Well, I think it's going to be a focus for us on every team. And, uh, you know, to be honest with you, we, we spent less time pre-scouting uh, the Maple Leafs probably than we have been other teams. So we've got to we've got to shore up our game and, and get consistent with our game first. Um, tonight was a good example of that. Regardless of who we're playing, we have a way that we have to play the game. And if you do that for 60 minutes, uh, I think you're going to like a lot of what you see. Sanford said he could have played better, but after everything he's been through to yeah. get that goal, what, yeah. what do you think? Happy for him. Very happy for him. He. Uh, you know, he's a smart player, and uh, and I thought O'Reilly was outstanding tonight, uh, obviously, um, in, in all areas of the game. So that line gave us some really good minutes. And uh, Jake's played tonight? Uh, Jake was phenomenal. Uh, very, very calm, very confident in the net. Uh, he, you know what, we, we needed a win here tonight, and, and Jake uh, gave us every opportunity and, and obviously delivered. Also, you know, Bartuzzo, uh, you put him back in the lineup and also moved him up uh, pairing, I guess he... Yeah, well, you know, and again, we we believe that we have guys that we can spread things out a little bit. Um, but uh, when we when we looked at that deep pairing, we thought that that could be real big physical, uh, defensive-minded, hard to play against, kind of a shutdown deep pairing. And, uh, and, and certainly they delivered. They were hard to play against, I thought. One game obviously doesn't make a season, but... Deep. Why do you think it clicked for you guys tonight? Well, I don't know. I, to, 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 to give you an answer on that, but what we have to do is we have to learn from it. I, you know, at this point of the season, what we're trying to do is you're, you're trying to build your game and you're trying to learn. And I think that uh, as uncomfortable as it was and difficult as it was, that Montreal game, we learned from it. Um, and now we have to learn from this one, that if, you know, if we can commit to playing that way night after night, then we're going to be a hard team to play against. Do you know what's nice? Not only is it nice to have the Blues win, it's nice to have them win in the manner that they did. It wasn't a win that they had to hold on to and the other team was just surging and outplaying them. It wasn't a win that they had to come back from after playing bad after two periods. It was a full team effort for 60 minutes. Did they dominate for 60 minutes? No. Did they play great? for 60 minutes? Yeah, I thought they did. This, of course, is their best game by far. I don't think anybody would argue that with me. They've had a few times where they've played well for 5, 10, 15 minutes here and there. But heck, they haven't even put together two periods this year in my mind. Uh, they played well for a little bit against Chicago at home. They played well for a little bit against Chicago on the road. They played pretty well for most of the game against Calgary that they won. I don't think they played great against Anaheim. Uh, too many mistakes. I don't think they played very well at all. Terrible in the first game against the Jets. So this game for the Blues, I'm not going to say it's a statement game, but hopefully it's a game that they can now look at each other and say, hey, we've got the talent to win. We can do this. We can most definitely do this. We've got the skilled players here. We've got the leaders. Jake Allen's our goaltender. We're going to do whatever we can to protect him in any way we can. And they did that against the Maple Leafs. When Jake had to make a save, he made it. When they were bombarding him in the third period, Jake made the saves. Came up big on a couple saves. So in my mind, this could be a turning point. Do I expect them to run off and win 10 in a row? No. 
be great if they did. That's hard to do in the NHL. But what I expect from this team is to win three out of every five games. Two out of every five ain't going to do you any good. You've got to win three out of every five. You've got to win four out of five now and again. You've got to be between uh, seven and eight wins every 10 games. If you want to really make a statement in this league, you have to do that. I've said it all along. I thought this team had talent. I think a lot of people have solely put the responsibility on the players or they've solely put the responsibility on Mike Yo. I think up until last night, both of those entities, the players and the coaches, needed to look in the mirror. I don't think Mike Yo was keeping his players hopping and ready to go. I don't think he was making a lot of the necessary adjustments. I think a few times when his team was being overwhelmed and they had the lead, he could have called a timeout to regather them together. He didn't do that. But a coach can only do so much. Has Mike Yo proven to me he's the Blues future coach for years to come? No. Has he proven to me he needs to be fired right now, as some people will suggest, and they have suggested on Facebook, Twitter, and in some articles? No. He doesn't need to be fired right now. I think this year is going to be the telling year for Mike Yo, and if he's going to be a long-term coach here in St. Louis. If the Blues make the playoffs, play well, get to the second round, play well, and uh, I, I, I think I'm going to call it a successful season. Some people expected them to win the Stanley Cup this year. I had said at the beginning of the year, I thought they were going to be one of the top three teams in the Western Conference. I still think that. I'm not going to budge on that until I see more of what we've seen before last night. If I continue to see that kind of play, I'll change my mind very quickly. You guys know me. I'm unbiased. I give you my opinion. You guys take it as you may. I'm sure you guys have got opinions about Mike Yo. I'm sure some of you want him fired. And you know what? That's your opinion. I understand why you feel that way. I give opinions on this show, and my opinions from a guy that played hockey from the time he was just a little kid up until seven, eight years ago. So I think I've got pretty good opinions. That's what you love about sports. Everybody's got an opinion. Not everybody's wrong. Not everybody's right. We're right sometimes. We're wrong sometimes. But man, is it not a fun sport to watch? Is it not a fun sport to play if you've had that opportunity or you haven't had the opportunity? Get out there and play it. If you have had the opportunity in the past, get back out there and play it. This game is just a game that I love. I'm passionate about it. I hope that everybody out there is too. I'll be here every game giving you my thoughts, my unbiased thoughts. And like I said, if they're bad, I'll say they're bad and I'll say who played bad. If they're good, I'll praise them all. So that would be the end of this episode of the Drop Podcast. First of all, I want to say that I've been getting a lot of positive feedback about the podcast. People saying they love it. People saying they like the podcast. People saying it's okay. People saying I hate it. I can't stand your voice. But you know what? I appreciate everybody. If you listen and you don't like it, oh well. If you listen and like it, that's awesome. It doesn't matter to me, but I do do this for those fans that really appreciate it. And if you'd listen to me all the time and I aggravate you, that's great too. At least I give you some aggravation that you can take your words out on. Anyway, until next time, stay healthy, stay happy, love this game of hockey, and let's go Blues. 
Thank you for joining us for this episode of The Drop Podcast. To get more of The Drop, check out our website at droppodcast.com. You can also find us on Google Play, iTunes, and the iHeartRadio app. You can follow us on Instagram at the.drop.podcast or on Twitter at Drop Hockey Show. You can email The Drop Podcast or host Lance Descott at lanced at droppodcast.com. To find out more about Lineup Media, go to lineupmedia.fm. Until next time, let's go Blues! This podcast was a presentation of lineupmedia.fm.